welcome to Moment for Mission. This is Dr. Fred Foy Strang, and I'm really glad you're joining me today. Well, we've covered a good bit of ground in these last weeks. So today on Moment for Mission, I want to give a brief recap of where we've been and a brief summary of episodes 22 to 33. For today's Fred Foy fact, I want us to look at the dictionary. According to the dictionary, the meaning of review is to view or see again or study again to look back on, to go over or examine critically and deliberately with the possibility or intention of instituting change if necessary. I like that last part, the possibility or intention of instituting change if necessary. That sets my mind and heart in the posture of considering the possibility of making some meaningful movements in my life. So let's get started with our review. In episode 22, I shared a world changer profile about Big Shorter, my late father, who was so instrumental in my and so many others' lives. His life mission was simple, to make a difference. Whether in his family, his community, or his church, he wanted to leave things better than the way he found them. One thing he told me over and over again, do the best you can with what you have where you are. In episode 23, I talked about team-based mission and how a strong connection with a set of people who also are interested in the same mission can be so positive for us. I offered a definition of team-based missions. It's the methodology and program involving a specially selected and trained advisor group who, along with a team leader, implement a missionally driven program with the goals of cultivating an understanding of, a commitment to, and the achievement of the overall mission and vision of the endeavor. Or a short version, every participant is all in, every participant's valued in all ways, and every participant is empowered and freed to use their gifts. I encouraged us to think more about the we than the I. And I left us with a question, how can we gather and empower a team to join us in our mission. In episode 25, Leading Partners in Mission, I listed my daddy's top 10 characteristics of leadership. I've found that when I've led, as daddy outlined, more like a servant leader, then I have had partners in mission who actually wanted the mission and vision to be accomplished just as much as I did. It might be worth a try for you or for your organization. In episode 25, Possibilities in Mission, I stated this. When you have 0% certainty, then you have 100% 
possibility. I went on to tell how I'm a person who likes to do things. I want to fix it. I want to, and I'm often able to use my mind and my skills to affect solutions to problems. And that in and of itself, in a proper perspective, is a good thing. Of course, there's a balance between being a good steward of the gifts and abilities that God has given and realizing at the core of my being that it is God who's the giver of all things, the good, good Father, the Lord of creation, the master of infinite possibility. But when I am overly focused on myself, on my abilities and my strengths, it leads to an unhealthy isolation from community and an overly inflated view of my own perceived prowess. It can become a place where I find myself thinking, hey, I got this. I don't need God. I don't need anybody. What unfathomable possibilities have I missed because of my insistence on being the end-all and the be-all? There's an old cliche I remember my grandmother oft-repeating to me, let go and let God. In episode 26, Interruptions as Opportunities for Mission, I suggested that perhaps our greatest mission is simply the person that is right in front of us. That, many times, interruptions are really a gift in disguise, an opportunity to connect with a life of meaning and purpose. I encouraged us all to try to remember these things. Other people are important, too. Other people have wisdom and knowledge that I don't have and can help me in my own personal or corporate mission. And other people can inspire me and enable me in my mission. C.S. Lewis summed it up when he wrote, The great thing, if one can, is to stop regarding all the unpleasant things as interruptions of one's own or real life. The truth is, of course, that what one calls interruptions are precisely one's real life, the life God is sending one day at a time. In episode 27, Mission and the Muse, I recorded a roundtable discussion with a number of my crazy but creative family while we were on a beachside family vacation. We talked about inspiration and vision and how those things are intricately connected to what we pursue and how we go about our tasks. We had folks from a variety of walks of life with a host of created giftedness share some pretty neat insights. If you missed this episode, I think it would be well worth your time to go back and check it out. In episode 28, we had a book review, Thinking on the Right Side of the Brain by Dr. Betty Edwards. The case is made that the right half of our brain is more intuitive and artistic. However, the vast majority of humanity and modernity is far more accustomed and comfortable with using the left hemisphere of our brains and the left side controls and influences those things that are linear and analytical and digital. I shared that carving out time for the important things is critical to the success of my life and organizational mission. But when I'm on constant task and I have a list a mile long that is only one of several lists that are a mile long, then I get to the end of the day and I'm really just tired out. And I just don't have my best energy remaining to devote to creativity and purposeful quietness. I concluded with a call for giving ourselves the time and the space and the place 
and the quietness we need to create. In episode 29, Busyness is Detrimental to Your Mission, I acknowledge that in modernity, most everyone seems really, really busy. Work and tasks are not bad things, especially when we enjoy our work and find it purposeful. However, as we can see, and likely have experienced, it can get out of hand and become all-consuming. More work, whether at home, at school, at the job, in our volunteer efforts, can lead to more stress, and that can result in a lower quality of life. When we do not have the time to unwind or take care of our home or spend quality and quantity time with our loved ones or simply enjoy a book or a movie or a hobby, connect with our friends, then our life gets out of balance. This can take a real toll on holistic health, mentally, physically, spiritually, and in light of being able to focus on, refine, pray over, or even work on our personal, professional, or corporate mission and vision, when we're so consumed by busyness, then we are only left with the dregs of life energy to put on the things that are really the most important, our mission and our making a difference. In episode 30, distractions are detrimental to your mission. I ask, are there things, tasks, personal lifeway issues, relationships that need your attention, but you, like me, have found every reason to put them aside? While interruptions can be opportunities to further our mission, distractions can also deter us from it. I spoke about the challenge of how to discern between the two and encouraged us to give ourselves our own best energy, enthusiasm, and excitement to take that moment for mission, even today, and reminded us what Winston Churchill wrote, you will never reach your destination if you stop and throw stones at every dog that barks. In episode 31, self-centeredness is detrimental to your mission. I distinguish between the positive practice of self-care and the negative attitude and subsequent practices of selfishness. Selfishness can be detrimental to our organization's mission, and most often is. When I have to be right, the boss, the person large and in charge, when I am overly critical because I have to have it my way, when I set unrealistic, even unattainable expectations and bash myself and others, when they are not realized, when I'm not willing to hear a critique or even consider an alternative viewpoint or discuss or disagreements. When I'm this selfish, then I'm stymied. I'm bound to remain where I am without progress in my vision and mission. And if I choose to continue in a self-focused, one-sided transaction mode, then I will lose my partners in mission, my supporters of my mission, and my proponents for my mission. In episode 32, poison people are detrimental to your mission. I said when poison people come into contact with healthy people, the healthy ones are the ones who suffer. In fact, if poison people are allowed to continue contact with an individual or an organization, soon there'll be a withering and after that a death of the once healthy individual and team members. 
I went on to give a number of suggestions of how to deal with these types of folk. In episode 33, going with the flow can be detrimental to your mission. I said that when we allow ourselves to simply go with the flow without careful, creative, critical thinking, then we can be at risk of forfeiting our mission and clouding our vision. When we allow ourselves to be swept up into the mass morass of muddled minds, then whatever good thinking or good intentions our or our organization's missions may have, it easily flies straight out the window. It's really easy, however, and you know as well as I do, to get caught up in those loud voices, in the crowd consensus, and just go with the flow. But it's better to pause, to take that moment for mission, to think through, to pray through, to discuss through with confidence, and more often than not, go against the flow for the furtherance of your mission and the betterment of this world. Phew! That's our big review of the last episodes of Moment for Mission. I hope it's been a helpful exercise to review some of these high points. Join me next week, and if you're finding it valuable, I'd really appreciate you sharing this podcast with your friends and networks. This is Dr. Fred Foystrang. As always, thanks for listening, and I hope you have a really great day.